Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, this is Allie, and this is Find Your Joy, and I am so excited that I get to have episode two with the amazing, incredible, enchanting, magical <laughs> goddess, <laughs> inspiring woman who is Peggy O'Toole, author of Goddess Dreams. Um, Peggy, welcome back. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be back with you again. Your bubbly personality is just lighting me up. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm sitting here thinking, how come Peggy lives so far away from me? We should be hanging out. <laughs> just, it's, it's, uh, it's just always nice to meet someone that you just feel like you connect with so much and that is so inspiring. So, you know, last time we were talking uh, about some of the things that, um, that you've been doing, like the book that you're book which just seems so magical and so lovely and um, a little bit of things about how you're working on uh, really you're like to talk about and to teach people about silencing their inner mean girl and uh, releasing their inner goddess I mean these are all beautiful things so here's what I'm wondering so take me back some years before because I'm thinking that the woman that is sitting before me this incredible being um my experience in my own life and in the lives of many women and humans that I know is that people don't just, you're not just born this way. There's layers and layers and layers that have created this incredible human that is sitting before me. So <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back a little ways till, uh, you know, maybe you were a young mom or whatever it was. Tell me the the pre um, the pre days of of all of this uh, warrior goddess. <laughs> how how did Peggy get to be Peggy? <laughs> okay, that's that's such an intriguing question. But I think I'll go back even a little farther than that. I'm going to go back to when I was a young young girl, and I was. Uh, deciding what I was going to have on my bucket list because I did as a young girl decide what I wanted on my bucket list. Wow. Okay. And I think I was 13 or 14 or whatever. And I decided that in my life, I wanted to do three things. I wanted to scuba dive and I wanted to uh, ski and I wanted to skydive. I figured I would wait till I to skydive until I was about 80 or so, because then if I went splat, it wouldn't matter too much. But I was <laughs> I still wanted to do it. <laughs> so I uh, I set out in my life to quite determined. I'm I, I'm one of these people that's very focused that I was going to accomplish those somehow, some way. So I have done all of those things. And it's uh um, not all of them turned out well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not splat. You haven't splatted. It doesn't appear. No, so. 
Oh, I didn't. I didn't splat. I, I I didn't wait till I was 80 to skydive. I'm not quite 80 yet. I'm only 70. I'm, my birthday's coming up. I'm almost 76. Um, wow. You look amazing. But, but I went skydiving when I was in my 50s, I think. And it was only because my ex-husband was going to take my 16-year-old son skydiving. And he wasn't even supposed to skydive until he was 18. And I was saying, okay, I'm on that trip. <laughs> so we went up in the, the little plane there were maybe about 20 of us with their tethered to our partner who was our tandem partner I was the first one in to jump out of the plane and I I could see as we were rising up to 10,000 feet it was a plastic kind of curtain and it's not a door and he said okay it's time to go <laughs> you know we went out the door we take our positions and it was the most wonderful exhilarating moment you could possibly imagine you don't really have a sensation of falling I saw the whole world spread out under me oh. it was like I felt you know, I, I felt like I was in the presence of source or whatever you want to call it. Right. Yes. And that I felt like I was just this, uh, you know, it, I didn't feel small. I felt like I was part of the whole universe. Wow. And it, you know, and then all of a sudden I'm supposed to pull the, the ripcord and I'm trying to find it and he's pulling it for me and we, we start to glide and, we come down, we're supposed to end up on your feet and then sit down is what you're supposed to do. But as we got to the, the bottom, I could see we were coming in a little fast. We'd hit a, a downwind or, and so okay. I could see we were coming in a little bit fast. And I went, Ooh, I've got this 200 man strapped to, uh, pound man strapped to my back. Am I going to get squashed flat? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> But fortunately, he was very experienced, of course, since he was the instructor and he flipped us over on our sides and we did not land on top of me. And I got up and my son came down fine, too. And uh, I, you know, we pulled the parachute in and walked back to the, the hut where we started from. And I just it was a, even though it had a kind of a rocky ending. It was mm. just, it was just so magical. And I, I decided I wasn't going to do it again. I, I not because I didn't have fun or not because I was scared or anything like that. I was, I do not want to dilute this moment. I want it mm. to remain that way right. forever. Right. No, I yeah. like that. That's, that's, that's a really lovely, um, it's holding it sacred, I suppose. It's yeah holding yeah. that moment. And, and what you're describing to me, um, I have not ever skydived before. Um, you, ha you didn't mention that you felt afraid entering, going about to go out the door. And you describing it as um, you did not feel small, rather you felt very much part of it all. I guess that explains to me the people who I know who have done skydiving and have become I, I, addict, addicted might be a strong, maybe well, too strong a word, but they become very, very just, they love it and they do it a lot. Right. I'm guessing that's why. Yeah. It, it very possibly is that they, they do. And 
For me, that's kind of the way I've always lived my life. It's I, I've never, you know, if I want to do something, I kind of go for it, even right. if it's, even if it's going to be hard and tough. You know, so I decided I wanted to um, go back and get my master's degree at one point. And I was at that time I was married. I had a one year old and I had a five year old. I was had a full time job and 40 hours a week. I was working as a, a supervisor of a laboratory at the time. And the college I was going to was, you know, an hour, hour and a half away. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And I just, uh, I just went for it. You know, it took me a, a long time. I was, uh, it took me four and a half years to get my degree, but I, I just went for it. And at the same time, I didn't let it completely stop me from doing the things I really love to do too. Right. You know, I, I think at one time I, I thought to myself, I was feeling a little depressed and I, I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And then I thought, you know what you love to read and you're not reading because you think you don't have enough time to read. And I was saying, you know what? You do have time to read. You have a lunch hour. You can sit there on your lunch hour and read for 15 minutes. So I did. <laughs> wow. That's, and, and I, and then I'm, so I'm thinking about this. So you, so that 13, 14 year old who thought to do a bucket list, which quite honestly, I don't know many people that even like bucket lists tend to be something that are created in our last half of our life. And, you know, unfortunately it's when, you know, when you see people, it tends to be, but somewhere in little Peggy, um, you knew that at a young age. Right. Yeah, I knew I knew I wanted to to live every moment of my life full out. I really I used to have a, a something that was on my keychain that I kept for a long time until it got ragged and fell apart. It was called it said life is delicious. And that's kind of how I live my life. I think life is delicious. I think that there's there should if if somebody calls you up and invites you to go somewhere and you can possibly do it, say yes. <laughs> oh, say yes. Oh, I love that. If someone calls you up and invites you to go somewhere or do something, if you can say yes, that's, that's, um, that, that could be everybody's motto. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> it's, it, it, no, it's so. beautiful or, or, or something to aspire to maybe more than a motto, because I think a lot of people that isn't, they're, that's not their reality. That's not how their process works. Yeah, I think right? a lot of people do have that inner mean girl that puts a lot of limits on themselves. And, mm. uh, you know, I, as I said, I'm 76. Well, last year, I um, I had taken an online burlesque class, and I really liked the, the instructor. And she was, uh, she was going to have a uh, three-day workshop that was called fire and flight where she was going to teach women how to work with fire and go up on uh and do aerial work and i went that sounds fun <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i love this <laughs> so, oh 
And so, so you're I, talking like hanging up off of a rope or something, or how did yeah, that work? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, well, it was, uh, uh, there's a rope and then there's a big ring and they, uh, you're supposed to pull yourself up on it. They had to kind of boost me up. <laughs> but, right. I mean, I, my arms weren't quite strong enough. Um, but then once I was up there, you know, you're balancing on this hoop and they're just, putting you through different moves, you're leaning out or you're laying back or whatever. Or um, with the fire, we learned how to, we did a little fire eating. We did uh, butane bubbles, which you put them on your arm and they light them on fire and you they take video of your arm burning. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> okay, so, and... I'm guessing, I don't want to say obviously, but I'm assuming maybe too much that you don't feel that. It's, it, I mean, towards the end, you might feel a little tingle and then you just, you know, like you, the first thing they start out with is in your hands. They put the bubbles in your hands and they light it on fire. So you're looking at your hands and it got some fire in front of you in your hands. And if it starts to tingle a bit, you just rub it together and it goes away. Huh, I've never even heard of this. So it's butane bubbles. Yeah, well, the class Allie's was... writing down butane bubbles. I'm going to go Google. <laughs> look it up. This. Look it up. You'll <laughs> be able to. You'll be able to find some video, I'm sure, on YouTube. But the class was called Fire and Flight. We were out in the middle of the desert with them. You know, maybe thirty or forty other women, and I mean, all of this was entirely new to me. I'd never tried to do any of this stuff before. I mean, I'd gone to the gym to try and build up my shoulder muscles a little bit, but that was about it. I just decided, you know, it sounds fun. Right. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I say I can't do this just because I'm in my seventies. <laughs> no, and 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 I agree, and especially, I mean, you're if you're belly dancing, you're probably in pretty good shape, and mm-hmm. and um and what that's a great way for us, for any of us, to think of it. Why not? Yeah. And and these are great questions we need to start asking ourselves a little bit more, right? Women, ev- you know, everyone. I, I never wanted to like, stick it too much to one gender, but we need to be asking ourselves, why not? Exactly. If 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 there's uh, there's a limiting belief that we have that's suggesting to us we can't do this thing, well, why not? What what's the I, I need a better answer than because. I need right. to understand what 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 would stop me other than me what's going to stop me from doing anything and it seems to me that you you grasp that at at an earlier age maybe kudos to your parents I'm not sure what nope. I don't know, I don't I don't know what 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 started that you know sometimes that comes from we were taught that or sometimes we got taught the opposite and it birthed that who knows, but. Yeah, I think I, I became um, very self-sufficient early on. I did not come from, I did not come from a pleasant background. My mom was alcoholic. My dad was in the military and an absentee dad. I saw my parents first knock them down, drag them out, fight when I was four years old and Mm. just, kind of decided at that moment in time, uh, you know what? I can't count on these guys. I'm on my own. <laughs> right. At and four. At four. And so I became, I think, very someone that had to be able to feel that 
I was self-sufficient and able to do, and I, I would take care of myself. Right, right. In some ways that, that hindered me because then I t- sometimes took the safe road instead of the joyful road. I think that's why I fell into doing something like uh, becoming a microbiologist instead of instead of going for trying to be an artist or a dancer or an actress or things that I was good at and loved to do. But I thought to myself, you know what? I can't think of very many women who are successful writers or artists or actresses. I want to be able to take care of me and my family. So I'm going to go and do something that's a little safer. Right. Although microbiology, I don't know. Um, so 50, you would have been about in your teens or 20s or something like that. 50 years ago, I don't know how many women microbiologists there were. Oh, so, you, so it wasn't, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking about it, right? I mean, it's, I, I get that it was felt safe for you, but even then there was already someone who wasn't too interested in in glass ceilings <laughs> if, if well. choosing microbiology 50 <laughs> years ago I think yeah. that says something as well yeah maybe I, I mean I was always interested in the sciences but I, I think my career path or the my education did not really prepare me properly for a career in microbiology I eventually got there right <laughs> Which is something I wanted to add to what you said before about just try it. You know, if things don't work, pivot, (laughs) try another way. (laughs) Right. Now, did, did, did something like that happen with you? So you, when you have an undergrad in microbiology, I'm not sure what that open what doors that opens up and if there's ways for you to zero. (laughs) 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 Well, I'm sorry. right now zero doors um actually uh i mean talking about how you listen to other people's voices i i had also thought that when i was 14 i had already decided i wasn't going to be an artist or a dancer um i decided i was going to be i wanted to to be a, a laboratory technologist at that time and i told my parents i was all proud and my dad said you don't want to do that. They're just flunkies. <laughs> you want to be a research scientist. And I went, you know what, Dad? I don't think my mind kind of works in that way. Um, but I ended up going to uh, university and getting my BA of all silly degrees in microbiology. And when I got out of school, I ended up as a lab helper, you know, in an entomology lab uh, taking care of INAT colonies and using cockroaches to feed his exotic insects and horrible, horrible job making minimum wage, which ended after four and a half months because he ran his rent ran out. And then I got another job for the egg drying plant. We used the egg to attract INATs. And uh, that job, I was working in their quality control in microbiology in their little lab, also baking uh, angel food cakes to make sure that the egg products <laughs> doing silly things like that. I, I've got you. I've got you as a scientist, and 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 you're like, no, it didn't quite go like that at first, at least. No, but, no, you no. know. But I wanted to say, I didn't want to skip past this part. 
um, for for whatever things that were um, difficult or anything with your parents, I think that says a lot that your dad wanted more for you. That's, um, to, I mean, I, you know, maybe I'm taking too much out of, of, of what you said, but for your dad to be saying, you know, you could do more, you could, you could be more. Um, that sounds uh, for me lands on my ears anyways, like an encouragement, like a, a person who was encouraging you or he saw something in you. Well, I wish I had thought about it that way at the time. I just felt like he was stomping on what, what I had, my plans. Right, right. That's but, not how I heard it, but I wasn't. No, I'm not you're right. Would... You're right. I'm sure that he was in his way. You know, he, my dad was was not a um, touchy-feely kind of a person at all. He was mostly not in my life at all. And because my mom was an alcoholic, I actually found a lot harder ultimately okay. to ultimately to uh, forgive him because he kind of left us to the, at the mercy of the beast. My mom was right. abusive. So right. it was a lot harder for me to, to forgive him. But I think you're right. I think he was trying to encourage me or saw something in me. But anyway, I had a very, I can't think of the word, very circular road to right. eventually ending up as a laboratory technologist and then a supervisor and then ultimately a manager in a big reference lab in the microbiology department. So I ultimately got to use that degree. <laughs> right. And so, so this person who's very much science, you know, very, you know, very science, your, your world was it, right in the core center of it. And yet still there was an artist in all of that. Not to say that one cannot be one without the other, because when I think of um, research, people who do research must be very creative people. They must be, uh, even though we might not see it that way because mm -hmm. it doesn't look pretty to us or something. Uh, anyone who is out there developing new meds or coming up with cures for things or anything, that's a creative spirit that's that's doing all of that. So. You're you're right. You're right. I think they are. I, although I didn't think of myself as being able to succeed as a researcher, because I was thinking I wasn't going to be able to do that. However, when I was working in the in the laboratory, the fun part of it for me was the creative part, the part where yes. I was was able to do to create create a course so that I could uh, and and make it to where they could see it and hear it and it would free us up to where they could be do a, their orientation on a on a on the computer so i created right. a course like that or or to uh to be a speaker or to to write uh articles for publication in laboratory magazines which i did all of that when i was a, a microbiologist right but but I think also I all, always kept my hands in the arts in other ways. I mean, I did learn how to paint. Actually, my mom eventually stopped drinking and did teach me how to paint. She was a painter as well. Mm. And so I, she helped me paint my first painting. And I took some classes and did that. I took classes just learning about art. And I love the theater, so I have attended theater all my life, and I continue to. I've got three season tickets right now, so 
I love to do that. And, and now I'm writing and I am really thoroughly enjoying that as well. Oh, how wonderful to live in a place where you could actually say I have three season tickets that there's <laughs> that the, there's there's that much going on. I live in a much smaller, yeah. much smaller place, but you're in L.A., right? Right. I'm in L.A. Right. Yeah. So 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 there's something to be said for living in a um, a larger place where I mean that that there's enough going on in your fair city that you yeah. can you could yeah you have three seasons tickets that's beautiful <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. how wonderful yeah. so so I was when so when you were doing all of this um was there a moment that you decided because when you were thinking of the things you couldn't do and you were thinking of what you needed to do to stay safe when do you think it started to shift so that you believed that you didn't have limits anymore because clearly there's a point where a, a woman who is belly dancing putting fire on herself hanging from aerial <laughs> things um skydiving and doing all this there was some point that you didn't feel like you had limits anymore it or maybe maybe I'm putting words into your mouth but how, how, where was that shift well, I think in a way, I never put limits on the things I did for fun. And all of ah. that, big, never put any limits on that part of my life. And it was, it took me until I finally had enough of working in laboratories where I wasn't uh, enjoying it, that I called my husband up. I think I've, I've already told you this, but I called my husband up and, and he let me quit my job. And then I... Uh, eventually started doing things that I really love those creative oh, yes I, I a friend of mine and I took a, a 52 week uh, class that was at an art museum where we created artworks and uh, um, just just started doing them and how so, wonderful so we presented them, hopefully, for them to sh show some of them. They just cho chose a few people, and I wasn't lucky enough to be shown. But I ended up with all of these wonderful assembled sculptures and things that I made. And so that's... Oh, fabulous. <laughs> I, 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 everything you're saying, I'm like, I've got to look it up and see. I live in... <laughs> I live in um, a, a pretty... I mean, it's a beautiful... Where I live is beautiful. I live in uh, Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, right? So on Vancouver oh, Island. And yeah, it's beautiful here. Um, and there's, there's lots of things around the arts and music that's... I mean, we're very you know, we're a creative little town, but we're small in comparison to, you know, these places. So it's just not able to have this many things. But I, but my husband and I have started doing things lately um, for my birthday. Uh, he, we've kind of decided, you know, like we, I don't really like presents that much really. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. an experience is a beautiful gift to give someone. Oh. But yes. not so much the gifts, because if I want something at this point, I probably have it, right? But that's sort of, you know, you get to that, you know, I'm really trying to get rid of things at this point. <laughs> Anyways, for my last birthday, we had been watching um, Bob Ross video reruns if you remember bob ross with the happy little clouds or the happy little tree right right he right, was on right. pbs he was that yeah guy. so uh dave my husband found um someone uh fairly local only a few hours away 
that teaches Bob Ross style painting. How cool. And so we've started to, so we went the one time for my birthday and now we have started to do this and there's a class once a month and we've been going, I'm going to look at, I'm going to show you this, watch this. I'm going to turn this and then I'm going to go up. Okay. Oh, look at that. How wonderful. Yeah. So what I'm doing for those of you who are, who are not um, able to, uh, see what I'm doing I'm just showing some of the paintings that we've been and it's and it's just been this beautiful beautiful um time to just create together and find little and they and they, they're all so beautiful and I'm like oh I mean he's a very good teacher it's an eight-hour class now Bob did his paintings in 26 minutes and and we go to an eight-hour class to come out with something half the size that Bob did in 26 minutes but it's still I guess what it is, is it's, it's always worth it, right? It's always right. <laughs> worth it to invest in ways for us to create. Yeah, I think the being a creator and is so important, so critically important for all of us. But you know what? You can enjoy the arts even if you can't create because yes. um, there are people that may have a physical limitation of some right. type. And they're just not able to do it for whatever reason. Maybe they can't paint because they're blind. I mean, they could finger paint, I guess, but they won't see what they're painting. Um, I, you know, I think about myself, I love music, but I'm not, I'm not able to play any instruments at all. And I think to myself, you know what? Musicians need an audience. That's what I do in music. I'm the audience. <laughs> oh, and perfect, right? I mean, that's, that's, although, of course, I would say probably you could play an instrument if you chose <laughs> to dedicate the time to it. But, right. um, but yes, it, it, we can connect some way and be involved in some way. It's exactly right. People yeah. who invite us in. Or a musician or a play or something where you start to feel part of it. Right, exactly. Or even if you're just reading a book, you know, mm-hmm. I always, I always, when I, one of the reasons I really love to read is because I read fiction almost exclusively, but I feel like it's taking me to another world that I'm living other lives. I'm living multiple lives by reading. Yes, and it's, that's beautiful. It's another exciting way of expanding your life. Right. Oh, I love that. And and you're right. It's 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 not so much if uh, if um if the if we can do each thing that's creative that we want to do. It's that there's a place that is very healing, and um yeah helps us to get lost a little bit I, I forget the right. exact word that you used but it's but but yes it's it's not to be thinking because I quite often think I have to do all of the things but yeah. I love what you're saying it's not it's it's enjoy all of the things enjoy right. at least some of the things right what you even like if you're not doing them right yeah you know if you if you love music and um have kind of given up on the idea of playing yourself then become you know enjoy explore the different genres of music become a musical expert and then you can share it in that way oh that's beautiful i love i i love how you see the world it's it's (laughs) it's very it's very um 
feels magical. It feels open. It feels free. It feels, um, yeah, just really, uh, it's very lovely. It's lovely. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it very much. So, so you're, you've gone through this thing. So you went from, you wrote 13, 14 and you're, you've got your bucket list and then you, and then you've come along and then you went and got your degree, several jobs that you didn't really enjoy for most of the, for most of it, but it was, and some of it wasn't even great money. So that's all the more to have worked really hard to get a degree and then do jobs you didn't really like. And for not great pay, <laughs> that that's not sounding like very happy ending. And that's, no. So, so let me tell you about my life. I worked really hard for a degree that I didn't really want. And then I worked several jobs that I didn't really like. And then I had really low pay for quite some time. So I'm like, <laughs> whoa, okay. <laughs> I ended up with a really good job that paid very well. Yes, much, yes. much more than most women would get paid. So yes, I, but I you did. continued on, right? Right. That was the thing. Was it you? You just you made a choice. You decided this was going to work, and you were willing to uh, to do, do that work. to do the work until it got to the place where yeah you re you reap the rewards. Right. Exactly. So, and then when I decided it was no longer rewarding. <laughs> <laughs> I failed. <laughs> right. Well, that's the perfect time to do it. Yeah. Right. And, and then uh, then I created a new life for myself. And, you know, the uh, my third marriage was the charm after two failed marriages. And, yes. And with my third husband, we, we were able to travel, which I longed to do. And so we we've just been everywhere. And I've actually got my next trip planned already. I'm, I'm going, I've already got my ticket to go to Australia and New Zealand. I'm just going to go. I'm, I've been wanting to do that forever. So. Yes. That's, that's um actually, it's really funny. I've never been there, but both colleges in my last, in my educational path in the last four years or whatever, I have been, both colleges have been in Australia, but I haven't gone to Australia. I'm doing it all online. Oh, <laughs> But I, but I love, oh, that's really wonderful. Now, are you, now what, do you have plans of what you're, how long you're going or what you're going to be yeah, doing I, there? I'm going to, I'm going to be on a tour and um, they do have slots for single people. So, um, but I figure that I'll find some people there to talk to and insert myself yeah. into their lives, whether they like it or not. <laughs> oh. yeah. And um, yeah, I, I wanted to see a lot of that part of the world because I didn't really figure I'd be going back again. So I, uh, I wanted to see, I wanted to see Sydney. I wanted to go to Ayers Rock. I wanted to go up to the Barrier Reef. I wanted to see um, the islands of New Zealand. So the trip I planned goes to all of those places. And I'll be gone mm -hmm. about three weeks on the trip. And it will be, it will fulfill something that I put on my bucket list as an adult, which was to, to go there. And actually yes. that will be, that will be my seventh continent. I will have been to all seven at that point. Oh my gosh. That's, that's just amazing to me. I have to ask though, are you scuba dive? Do you know, have you kept up scuba diving? Are you going to be diving when you go? Uh, I hope to, I hope to set up a, a I don't have, I, I, had my uh, certificate here in the United States, which I got as in my 20s, um, but I didn't keep it up. I have dived recent, not too long ago, maybe 
pre-pandemic, but we were in the Caribbean and you can take a, you know, couple of hour class and right, not the do- patty, but a one hour class or something. Yeah. Right. And so hopefully they'll have that available for me at the Barrier Reef. And I hope to go. Um, I haven't set up that particular trip yet, but I will. I have a free day, so I'm going to be setting that up. Yeah, oh, that ex- sounds fabulous. Oh, yeah. that's that's um, it, I, I, it, it's just a wonderful thing that um, you somewhere along the line, you have decided that you are, are just going to keep going no matter yeah. what's happening. I mean, you're, you know, I'm, I'm very sorry that you um, lost your husband and, and, and still I'm so happy for you that you knew that love for 18 oh, years. Yeah. And I, so it's, and, it, not, and he's not gone. He's not gone at all. I mean, I, uh, I, I, I see him in rainbows. So when, oh. when uh, I keep crystals in my, in my bedroom window and this morning when the sun was coming in there were rainbows all over my room and I said hello Ron thank you thank you for helping me today (laughs) oh how beautiful oh I love that yeah it's you know greater the mysteries right um and uh if we allow ourselves to be open there's there's so much well, it's just energetic, really, right? It's it doesn't even mm-hmm. need to be some. Is it spiritual? Is it magical? Is it energetic? Maybe it's all of it, but it's something. Yeah. I know it's there. That's what I know. Whatever I, I know that I I feel it and I sense it and I have moments of of um, getting a just getting to peek beyond the veil a little bit. Right, and I don't I don't think that I think my energy is too strong to just go away entirely it's going to be here some in some form <laughs> absolutely absolutely I I would agree wholeheartedly <laughs> absolutely oh my gosh I cannot believe that we are coming to the end again and I'm just I've enjoyed chatting with you so much I I, I um I can't believe I haven't known you for 20 years or so. It doesn't feel <laughs> yeah, that way. It, it feels like we're good friends already. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And there's always Zoom, you know. <laughs> there is. I, well, I, I was going to say that. I don't think you're off the hook. I, I'm, I'm, stalking is not out of the realm of things that I'm open for, right? So it's kind of, I was thinking that exactly. I'm not done. I'm not done. But it's, so but while we're wrapping up, um, is there anything that we haven't covered that you would love to share with our listeners? I just, I think the the message that I would just like to leave everybody is just leave, live your life as though there is no tomorrow. You really mm-hmm. don't know. My, my husband's death was very sudden and unexpected. And you just don't know. Don't put off taking that trip to Australia you want to go on don't put it off just because something has happened in your life or because it seems uh, some people would say well why are you doing things like this your husband passed away it's only been a few months well he's here with me I know he is and I know he would want me to go so live your life live it full out below that's beautiful Well, thanks so much, Peggy O'Toole, 
author of Goddess Dreams. Do go and get her book. You can find it on Amazon. It, um, I, like I said, I'm ordering it as soon as we finish here today. <laughs> um, I, I, it's been an absolute pleasure, Peggy. Thank you so much for taking time to spend with us today. Um, I'm Allie. This is Find Your Joy. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy. Find your joy.